It's the next to the last episode of the year. I'm tired. Welcome to Millennial Love. Our year, not the year. I mean, for yeah, our anniversary. for our anniversary of one year. What are we gonna do for our one year? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> Man, we've been saying we're going out to eat for like <laughs> right. since we won the Cosano Right. Award. Talk about what was that? Yeah, we November? were supposed to have been celebrating. Oh my god, was that November for real? Yes. Oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. I don't even Sad. remember my December, y'all. That's how fast it went. Child, I don't even remember 2017. <laughs> <laughs> the whole year. Throw the whole year away. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> that is really stupid. Well, um, I, for one, am happy that it's the next to the last episode in our anniversary because... You need a break. Yeah. Give me a break. Real bad. Ain't that how it go? That's it. Break me up a piece of that. Listen, I think we are all tired, and I think this break is necessary. I ain't tired. Jesus gave me a renewed spirit. You done? (laughs) Are you done? (laughs) Just y'all tired. You finished? (laughs) Are you? I have a renewed spirit in the Lord. (laughs) What? What does that have to do with being sick or recording? I ain't tired no more. Okay, well then I got six jobs. I don't get tired. I let's continue then. Let's go straight. Let's do through. it. Let's do let's it. Let's go straight. Let's through. do so 104 you... episodes back to back Listen, each week. You've been the number one right. person no, rooting no, for her this you break. Have been the main one. At first, I wasn't for it. Y'all then tell I, this Then I was like, <laughs> no, nigga, Michelle. I'm tired. Then Car wasn't for it. Then she was like, man, nigga, I'm tired. And but you, me, from day you one. Were very you from day one said, we need a break. She wanted when to have, we gonna think, take break. I think you wanted to have breaks like in between holidays or yeah, something like that. You wanted all <laughs> I the said breaks. we needed two weeks off. I like, thought you said four weeks, nigga. No, I said we needed two weeks off different periodically. So like we was gonna <laughs> have six weeks. It's no listen, it's it's a it's a true strain, but I think had we, if we didn't have all the extra stuff going on in our regular day, we would probably be able to do it. But I mean, we have a lot going on. So, true story. And our own personal lives. So, true story. Yeah. Work be killing a nigga. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I'm sick of it. I just wanna quit, but I'm not gonna because I need money. <laughs> but it's wedding. Anyway, how was y'all's weeks? Jay. Uh, <laughs> I seem to always forget my week every time y'all ask me that question, but my week has been great. It's just started, so um, 
flying to San Antonio tomorrow, and I will be flying to Corpus Christi on Wednesday, Thursday. So Corpus Christi. Yeah, tired as fuck. Bum fuck Egypt, Texas, near yeah. Mexico, right? That's in that's near Mexico, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that part of Texas. Yeah, it's like it's stupid down far. It probably is. Corpus Christi. Is that even Yeah. Well, it's somewhere by Houston. Yeah, so it's well, like further south. Yeah, than yeah, Houston, yeah. yeah. Far, so guess, far enough for me to take a plane. Yeah. So are you gonna have to wait, you're so you're going to Egypt, Texas? <laughs> no. Oh, you were oh, calling it. Oh my yeah. god. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was I a said, city. Bum, bum fuck Egypt. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> this baby real tight. Yeah. How's your week been? Push Carl? through car. You can do it. I'm okay. Um, my week just started too, so it's cool. Um <laughs> Your boss just called you right before we started. My recording. boss called me right before y'all walked in and I actually have more work to do once y'all leave. Unfortunately, and you have to work out, and I have to work out because I started the Daniel Fest today, mm. and I have a wedding in a year and some change. No, like less than a year. Well, you can do it. So, um, it. yeah, but it's been good. Ben and I have really been just booed. Oh, so. how cute are y'all? How's your week, <laughs> yeah. Niche? My week has not stopped. Like this week is running into last week because. Ooh. You didn't use your your electronic calendar, didn't you, huh? No, I was on call all weekend. Oh. So I never stopped working. Mm. And while I was on call, it just started making me think. So here's the thing. Y'all know how y'all always like, I transition stuff or whatever. Yeah, you the segue. Oh, the segues? The segue queen. So (laughs) I realized why. Because I I just started thinking about my career while I was, obviously getting calls at three o'clock in the morning. And one thing that I remember is Justin, you remember we used to do groups Mm -hmm. when we worked at the psych hospital? Yes, I remember. That's where I got that from because people, you would have them like participate in the group, which is like group therapy. Okay. So you have them participate in the group and they would go on tangents Mm -hmm. and you would have to find a way to relate whatever they just said to get back on track for whatever you were talking Jeez. about or to move to the next thing. So because of that experience, like I think I just do it naturally. Cause that it would be intense. Like it would be a room of 30 males or 30 females, or they would boot do um combined groups. Mm-hmm. And you had to control it. So that's where I learned that from. Hmm. Which yeah. is why I only lasts what, like a year at Peachford? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Peach. Peach, Peach Fruit sounds like it smells inside. No. It's actually a really it nice hospital. It's a really nice hospital. Really? Yeah. Like You'd be surprised the celebrities go Peach there. Fruit, yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like who? Oh, y'all can't say none because it's confidential. That. Yeah, but y'all can a tell lot of celebrities and their kids. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But um, it was straight. Yeah, it was cool. But, but it, I mean, for I was me, always scared like, to do groups because I could not do that. I'd have been like, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just look at you. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, right. they, would, they would really try to control your group. And, like, I learned early, like, how to just transition people. So that's where I learned that from. But the other thing that I kind of, like, took away from this weekend was nurses. I don't know if this, they get burned out or 
they just don't feel appreciated. <laughs> but they kind of mean sometimes. They well, be listen, rude. If you have to be somewhere for 12 hours, you're going to feel something eventually. True yeah. story. But you chose that job. But correct. No. Yes, yes, you did. You did, but still, what they're do you also mean, human. Yeah, absolutely. However. And you're working with another human being that is in crisis, especially in the ER. Like, mm. these nurses, they just be talking about the patients. Like, dang, I mean, he almost cut his finger off. You know I mean, you know, like... Yeah. Or, you know, like my patients that come in that, you know, are obviously um, in like mental crisis. They just be talking about him. And I'm like, y'all, y'all can't talk about the patients. But they really don't. I don't know. The doctors are not like that. It seems like the doctors are like just minding their business. They also make dumb money. <laughs> so they be like, I'm making money regardless of if I'm mad or not. So I'm chilling. They do be chilling. The doctors be so nice, y'all. I'm telling you, they, they'll greet me with their first name. Hi, I'm Brian. <laughs> they don't even say Dr. So-and-so. I'm Brian. And the, the nurses be like, okay, well, what do you need? Right, because she ain't with the shit. Because they are not with I the shit. I didn't do it. <clears throat> so anyways... I had to get my mind together while I was driving to these hospitals because sometimes like the nurses kind of take, they can bring me down mm-hmm. and like, I need to be obviously um, in tip top shape and have like a very spunky mm-hmm. attitude because I'm dealing with people in crisis. And so I don't want to, that energy that the nurses are projecting, I don't want to project that. So anyways, that's, very important because that's one of the reasons why I know I feel like I always stop you before <laughs> your segue. But that's very important because that's one of the reasons. That's time. one of the reasons why I love Peachford because it was no upbeat. Like it was no, like I mean, you probably only had one or two, maybe three people out of the whole hospital that like had yep. a positive attitude. Like hey, like we're here, but like the energy was just. I mean it it. That hospital pulled all of my energy. That's all true. Of it. Like it, it really was. Um, a lot of people in there that didn't have the best attitudes for the job right. and the role that they were in. I mean, you're in a psych hospital. These people are really sick. Yeah, like psychotic, suicidal, yeah. homicidal. Like they're real sick. Right. And they didn't have the best attitudes, but I don't know. I pushed through just because right. I really like psych. Like yeah. I, I love this weekend. I had the greatest time because I had some of the best patients. Like Mm. I had somebody that was super high on meth and (laughs) was like hallucinating. I had somebody that was dealing with dementia, like those type of things, like psych like that is what I really like. So anyways, um, I had to keep myself upbeat. And so I was listening to some of my favorite songs. And it made me think, because we're all tired, right, of mm. recording. Well, y'all are tired. I'm not tired. I'm, I'm not renewed. tired either. Stop I'm not tired. Renewal because just I'm with you, Mish. I'm with you, Mish. I'm not tired. I'm not, not tired. Oh, my God. Just Car is acting different. She got a ring now. Now, now she ain't trying to. Bye, bye. I told y'all. I told y'all. I told y'all. Y'all. She ain't with the shits no more. I am so dead right now. Just so, like how Juicy got that water uh, uh, dumped on her when the other girl was like, man, fuck the queen of Atlanta. Oh, no. Cara's like, man, fuck millennial no, love. Oh, my God. No, I'm not. Hilarious. Well, I just started thinking about, like, what do y'all listen to whenever it's like you're super tired or, like, you know you're about to deal with somebody that doesn't have the best energy and so, like, you just need to put yourself in a different mindset, like, 
what do you listen to to get yourself out of that so you project the positive and not the negative? What are your top three songs? Okay, so my, I always start everything out with okay, so. I don't know why I do, do that. Do you really? I li- like, if you go back and listen, I always say okay, so, or <laughs> so. Anyway. Um, Try something different now. Go. I'm just going to start the sentence. <laughs> My top three songs that I listen to when I'm in a weird mood or I need good energy. The first one is Rock With You by Michael Jackson. That is my jam. Like, I was just listening to that after church. Ben hated me because I put it on full blast. I freaking love that song. Me too. First of all, I dance in my seat when it comes to Oh, absolutely. I want to rock with you. Every time I do a full Uh, dance. I have choreography. Yeah, I I have full choreography. You have to. It's Michael Jackson. I have full choreography. I love Michael Jackson and people, everyone needs to love him because he's great. He is He was awesome. He's a great. Yeah. And then (laughs) my second one is As by Stevie Wonder when he'd be like, do, 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 Oh, I like that song too. Do, 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 do. Yeah, uh, sure. It's your song. I'm gonna let you have it. I mess, I mess it. <laughs> so do you really play that whenever yeah, you down? I really do. Okay. Really we played do. it here one night, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And then and when we started acting on, yeah, uh, that, live. Yeah. And then my last is like less of a song and more of an entire album. <laughs> uh, it's that Mary J. Blige, My Life album. It's real old. But my life, my life, yeah, my life, yeah. my life. In the sunshine. Yeah. That oh, is I that think whole album. Give me a, I love Share the, My um, World album was like my album. Share My World is a good one too, but like this one has Mary J, you know, all night long. You remember that song? Yes, nope. I remember that you song. You Bring Me Joy, My Life. My, yeah. Uh, I'm Going Down is on there. Oh. Mary's Join is on there. That's a very depressing album though. It is, but the songs that aren't depressing are, are really Are the ones good. that you like, yeah. And does it, is it like, does it take you to another place? Yeah. Like it just, yeah. yeah, like it's nostalgic because my mama used to play it all See? the time. Yeah. So I listen to it and it's super nostalgic. But that's like... That's my go-to album. Like when I'm driving, like if you weren't in the car with me from Houston, I would literally put that album on. You could have put that on. I know, but we were listening to Beyonce, so just, uh, yeah. yeah. The last part. <laughs> we didn't listen to it the whole No, the whole we didn't. Ride. But that particular part, like that, oh, we were also listening to SZA. So. Right, yeah. Because Justin wanted me to just he wanted me to like the other songs because I only had like two songs that I really liked. And oh, you were like, okay. the whole album's really good. And so I listened to it. And I actually he do does that the with, them, with them albums because that's how we felt about uh, Solange. And he played it a million oh, times. I hated y'all for like Sandwich. I said, y'all just wasn't with it whenever it dropped. We weren't. I mean, y'all I were still, not feeling I, it. I'm man. still not all the way like the whole album. Now, there are songs on there that like I like, mm-hmm. but. I'm not it's like a very a, depressing song. It's de- like, I was about to say it's, it's a depressing, depressing album, so I can't listen to that. Yeah. I need something upbeat. I tried like I like my last birthday. You know, it was like I had a seat, literally a seat at the table, mm-hmm. and I tried to incorporate her into the playlist, but it was just it wasn't there. Yeah, like Cranes in the Sky definitely made the playlist, and yeah, um, Don't Touch My Hair. That was it. That was the but only. But that two. one even is. Don't touch my but don't, hair. But, but listen, don't touch my air. Don't touch my air. Don't touch my hair. <laughs> it's a bit of a vibe. 
at for it dinner. Okay, yeah, yeah no, for it's yeah. for sure so a dinner song. Yeah, yeah, it's a dinner song. But it's not. <laughs> I wish y'all could see how much. Not too much, Michelle. So let's move on. So <laughs> what are your upbeat songs, man? Right, because so, we bringing it on down. So what are I your really, upbeat songs? I mean, I I really can think of any like upbeat, high tempo songs. I just thought of songs that um, gets me back to feeling good um, mm-hmm. from a mental standpoint. Um, and I think because like my job, honestly, I really have to encourage and motivate people to go out and work. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll be surprised how money is not a, a true motivator. Like <laughs> you, it's just not like <laughs> once people have signed off the okay that, Hey, this is what you're going to be making. Like everything changes. Like mm-hmm. you, they begin to be entitled and all this extra shit. So my whole job is to pretty much motivate people, like get them motivated to get out in the field and work. So my first song is I'm Good by Tim Bowman. It's a gospel song, but it's like really, really, I mean, the song through. How does it go? I don't want to sing it. I would mm-hmm. much rather y'all go listen to it. But okay. it's a song that really makes you feel good. Like, because you realize, you don't realize that you internalize a lot of things. Like, even even things that don't initially uh, impact you right whenever you are present, but it subconsciously hits you. So the song just talks about I'm good. I'm good enough for whatever. Mm-hmm. Like whatever I'm going through today, like I'm good enough. I'm already equipped. And I already talked about that. I talk about that a lot on the show. The second one, <laughs> the second one is Say Hello by Jay-Z. Because Say hello to the bad guy. I see I'm the bad, bad guy. guy. I don't yeah. know I come from the that. bottom, but I'm mad fly. Listen, is that on American Gangster? America's Gangster. Yeah. My favorite. I don't know that album. song. Dope. Man, you need to listen to Dope the whole song. album. I don't know. So, don't sleep on it. Just as much as I motivate niggas, I'm that nigga to bring that heat. So it's like, <laughs> oh, well, say hello to the bad guy, bitch. I tried. I really tried <laughs> giving you every ounce of me to, for you to get to where you need to be. And you didn't. So I'm going to be the bad guy. So here it is. This is when like I just don't care. Like, oh, well. Right. Um, and then my last one is Frankie Beverly, We Are One. We are one. No matter what we do, we, we are, are one. one. And that's just a feel-good song. Like, this is just when I don't want to think about anything. And it just takes me back to Lafayette being, like, sitting on the porch with my dad and my mom were drinking. Oh, like, that, it just takes me back. Feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So. Nostalgia. So do you, when do you play these songs? So most of the time, so Say Hello is throughout the day. Like, okay. this is just when I'm, like, trying to get it. Does that album, like, itself just motivate you, period? It literally motivates me yeah literally motivates me from yeah. like the bottom up i love the whole album um maybe i should go back because i show they never uh... and that's the one that would i know and i know and i know oh, i know I what know you like song. yeah okay it's just a vibe like the whole album is just like i like the first song how it comes through with yes. denzel and then what's what's your boy name i forgot idris elba how he's like talking and then yes it's I dope it. and yeah. wayne is on the track wayne is on the album like it's just a really 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 good album. So I listen to say say hello. This this is probably like throughout the day. I'm good. It's obviously in the morning because y'all have to y'all please go listen to the song. I'm, I'm gonna write it down right now by Tim Bowman. It's just a like he just makes you feel good and the words it's affirming and it's amazing. Is it a gospel song? It is. It's I'm good by Tim Bowman. B O W M A N. Correct. Hmm. And then Frankie Beverly is when I'm. Golden Time of Day is a good Golden, the Golden whole Time album, of Day I mean, is a his good His whole song. greatest hits album is amazing. 
But we are one is because, you know, I deal with the others throughout the day. <laughs> the others. And, you know, I was just talking, well, I deal with the others. So it's like, I have to remind myself that at the end of the day, like, regardless if I literally spent 10 hours with someone I feel that I don't relate to or we don't have anything in common. We're still one. We're still one. That's really so, nice. I know. So none of my songs have any Anything. type of significance. <laughs> they okay. just make me feel good. Oh, okay. I mean, well, one of them does, but the other two. So the first one is R. Kelly, I'm a flirt. <laughs> and clearly, I'm not a flirt. Like, y'all seen me last you Thursday. You are not a flirt. <laughs> not a flirt. Can we talk about so this real we're quick? Gonna yes, talk can we put a pin in that? Oh, we're going to put okay. a pin in the whole thing? Can we just put a pin in it and talk about this I real think she quick. did a good job. No, but she I wasn't didn't. There. Let me tell you why she did not do a good <laughs> oh, job. Oh, my. You, yeah, you missed. You weren't there. Okay, <laughs> okay. so let's set it up. Because oh, now before. the listeners want to know what we're talking about. No, no, I mean, you weren't there when we actually went over there. No, I'm saying I was there through a, like, another situation oh oh, oh okay awkwardness it's just i'm super awkward okay so boom we at trappiest hour right it's me justin kobe anna ben and cara d um we really plug trappiest Car- hour a lot by the way i'm sorry i hope do they kind of do we do on the show we oh do. I I, we haven't been in a while though so that we was haven't. like our first time oh being back. True, yeah. Okay, so Kara sees me. This dude walks in super tall. He got a beard. He had these pretty eyes. And Kara watches me watch him Literally. walk by. Literally. <laughs> and so she's like, go say something. And I was like, nah, it's not going to happen because I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do with my hands. Like, I can't do it. She was like, no, this is what you do. So she, like, told me she I demonstrated it as a demonstration <laughs> to show me what to do. And I was like, nah, that's not going to happen. Car was extremely aggressive, by the way. Like, she literally threw herself on his body. <laughs> no, I did Yes, she not. did. Like, and no, so, you did. And then Ben was like, nah, nah don't, don't do that. Do that yeah. Because <laughs> they don't know you. And you just walking up, grabbing on them like that. <laughs> so maybe like, so, okay, we go up to speak to the um, promoters of Trappiest Hour. Yeah. And the guy... That was with the guy I was looking at, like, he gave me the eye or whatever. But I just kept walking up the stairs because I don't really, you got to walk up to me. So then we come back downstairs and Carl was like, well, I'm just going to talk to them for you. Like, yeah, because I feel like, first of all, I, you know, I'm just a forward person anyway. So if I want something, I'm going to go get it. And you have to be like that when you're dating. I feel like now you don't have to do that to every nigga. But like when you're in a club situation, I don't see nothing wrong with life. I'm like, hey, I'm feeling you or whatever. I don't see anything wrong with it either. However, I see something wrong with I'm it. awkward. So, <laughs> oh yeah, so yeah. So then we. So can- she goes over there, <laughs> and she comes back and gets me, and then we walk over there together. Okay, so you can tell it from there. So we walk. So so I go get Michelle. We come back. Mind I, you, the club is about to close. Yeah, it ain't that many people in there. I to allow Michelle to talk to the guy that she wants to talk to. I start talking to the other two dudes that he's with, just trying to occupy time. Michelle awkward as fuck over there in the corner. So Which, I'm like, so was she talking? She, I don't know what she was saying because it was a little loud. I was trying to focus <laughs> the other guys. What were All you I saying, know is Michelle? Like, Michelle, like the way she was standing was just <laughs> awkward. <laughs> just the whole encounter. So then I was like, hey, I'm going to leave you here. No, 
No, don't. Yeah, I was like, no, you're not. No. <laughs> this is too weird. So basically, like, he was like, so what's up? And at that point, to me, it's like, nigga, you already know what's up. She came over here and told you what was up. So, I, so for me, it was like, you tell me what's up. Nah, I don't know. Bro. Oh, my God. And so I think I asked him, like, did he have a girl? And he said something, you know, to the effect of, like, uh, what do you say? Well, what does um, it mean to well, have yeah. a girl or something like that? And I was like, so oh, you so you have a girl. Yeah. And he was like, nah, I didn't tell her that. I just told her that, you know, I kind of, it might be somebody. And I was like, oh, okay. So then there we're at that point, like we all kind of start engaging in conversation. But the guy that I told y'all was looking at me while I was walking up the stairs, he's like giving me the eye while I'm talking to the other dude. So that's why it was even more awkward because I'm like, this man keep looking at me like this, <laughs> licking his lips, and I'm talking to this one. And then we find out that they're brothers. So uh. the older brother is looking at me, and I'm talking to the younger brother that say he got a girlfriend, but he really don't have a girlfriend. And then the younger brother was like, well, are you going to give me your number? And I was like, nah, because you got a girlfriend. And so Carl was like, are you freaking serious? <laughs> we did all of that. We did all of that, did and you didn't get the that. number. So you want her to like get the number, even though he was with a girl? He didn't say he had a girlfriend. Nah, though. that nigga was with a girl, like trying to see if you cool with a situation. That's Listen, how I felt. I, that's how I thought it was. That's right. how I he thought was just it was. To see like, if he was cool with him having a chick, right? So I was like, Nah, I'm not gonna get the number. So we're walking out of the spot, and the older brother comes back and was like, Hey, let me talk to you, but. Can I talk to you? That's real though. I and I wasn't awkward when I was talking to him because he, he, yeah, initiated. Yeah, he initiated. So that's why it's awkward for me. I can't walk up to people and talk to them. Like it's just too odd. It's like, <laughs> well, what, do, what what do I say next? Because obviously I'm initiating you this conversation. Listen, I'm combo. there with you on the awkwardness. I'm like there with you on the awkwardness. I just be Trust talking. Me. I appreciate you, you for the past interference. Like I just be like, it was it was a nice. Even though that situation would have probably been even more awkward for me, that would have probably made me a little bit more awkward because, you know, Carver went first, then you went, and then it's like, what's up? Like, I would have been like, I don't really know what's up. You exactly. tell me. Yeah, you know. That's so Anna, I get it. I get it. When he said, what's came, up? I was like. When Anna came, she made it a little more awkward, though. Because she was like, hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I love, love Anna. Anna. No, yeah. I love Anna, but it was just like, girl, <laughs> nah, she already told, awkward no, over listen, there. We told Anna to go get y'all because we was ready to go. <laughs> no. Y'all weren't trying to like. Well, we trying to I was trying to up. like break away from the combo, but I didn't want to break Michelle away from the combo because I didn't know what she was talking about because I didn't want to be all up in her her space. So I was like, well, I, no, I was not about to let her leave me. So I was like, no, you're not going anywhere. You're gonna stand right here and talk to these people until me and him figure out what's going on. Mm. And it was nothing. So, anyways, but R. Kelly. So what happened? No, what happened to the brother? Don't get quiet. I gave him my number. Okay, y'all texting and shit. Y'all text. We've (laughs) actually talked because that's a big thing for me is like men actually taking the initiative to call you and not just text you all the time. So we've talked on the phone over the weekend. He's taking me out on Thursday. So once again, (gasps) come on a week later. (laughs) Um. Thanks to Car for the past interference. Because both of the brothers was fine. I was just looking at the brother Mish, with the beard. Mish, because bring it. it. Bring it for that date night, baby. Bring it. Bring it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that is. No, nah, I'm not that awkward. No, no, no. I mean, I'm a, you know, I'll be, it's 
I know nice. you. I know you. He and I have already vibed, so you know, really? like, it's, yeah. It's on what cool. level? Like what? Like just give us a little. Um, just on you know, like the get to know you type thing. Like really? you seem like you know you got yourself together. You don't. Um, huh? Is he from Only Party? Yeah, he's from Dallas. Hmm. He's from the hood. Okay. The not oh, so he's, pleasant growth. Oh, he's a hood nigga. But he okay. didn't look like a hood nigga though. He did. He did. He did look like a nigga. Yeah. I didn't think to he me, did. To me, I mean, I like hood niggas though. I'm not saying it's a negative thing. I'm saying he looked like a hood nigga. Well, I thought I didn't know hood niggas wear button ups. <laughs> <laughs> you know a hood nigga love a button up when they going out. Oh, but yeah. no, he didn't gotcha. have on a button up though. He didn't. No, he had okay, on a t-shirt. See? They all looked alike. Hood nigga. <laughs> all I seen was giants walking in. I can't. No, they they were giants, and I, I think that's why, like, my eyes, I couldn't take my eyes off because I'm like, and and I had on heels that night. He was dumb time. But you were looking hella conservative. You were not looking like you were, you know, you were out at a club. Right. Or at a bar. You was looking like you just came off from work. Yeah. But he's, I mean, he's an attractive guy because he has his life together. So. Come baby on. baby do got a good job. I mean, I we ain't going to put him I out there. You, right. 2018 was your year, Car. You think you're the only one getting married in uh, 2019? <laughs> oh, I want Michelle. Michelle will be next. <laughs> I want Michelle to get it in. That's why I did it. I was like, listen. I told her, I said, in 2018, we approaching niggas. It, that's what she said. She was like, we <laughs> approaching look, niggas. What I that's love, what I told what I love, her. Car was in it through and through. She, she was, was ready. The whole night. You she have was. to give her that. She that's was what I really said. Like, she's like, oh, let's go. She's like, let's go. I this was. is what you do. Point her fingers. This is what she do. <laughs> Seriously. You walk up to her. It was a whole lesson. It was like literally a whole lesson. In the middle of. While we're in the club. Southside Dorilla's playing. Yeah. He was like, this is what you do. Walk up to him, and everybody was like, oh, really? Nah, we can't do that. That's too strong. <laughs> That's what I be doing. As being, I walked up to being and said, um, take my number. I was so. And then here you go. Me, and here I am with a ring. So, I'm just saying. Listen. I'm just saying, shoot your shot in 2018. That's all I'm, I'm saying. I'm going to shoot it. I hope it makes, though. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. But you know what? Every shot ain't meant to be taken. Every, I mean, every shot isn't meant to land. Some shots That's you true. just take just to be like, let me see what's it's going practice. on. Yeah. True. First of all, the nigga probably trash. The one that don't want. Yeah. Just well, he clearly was trash. He was oh, talking yeah. about like, I don't really have a girl, but whatever he said. And I'm like, mm. if you didn't have a girl, you would have not made that statement. Correct. At all. Not even if you was dating. My well, the older brother doesn't have a girl. Is your man hurt as her man. That's what he was looking for. Maybe I had the. You know what I look. thought was what was very um, cool mm-hmm. was that they completely left the building, and the older brother literally came back for your number. So yeah, he. Yeah. I thought that was like he. Because normally I would have been like, I'm gonna just wait until I see you again. You know what I'm saying? Or you. Yeah, so he told me, he was like, I asked my brother what happened. He told me, and he was like, well, I'm going back because she don't want to talk to you, nigga. <laughs> so Did he say, that's my wife over there? Oh, <laughs> my God. Listen, niggas be knowing, niggas be knowing. I don't know, but he came back. But anyways, we done went, we done talked about yeah, that whole yeah. experience. That's probably like 20 minutes. But I'm glad you didn't say the real city and where he's from. Right. So. so, anyways, uh, R. Kelly, I'm a flirt. It's, it's just a, a nice beat. Dang, we diverted that long. Yeah, but my second song is So Hood, and I don't care what anybody says. So Hood? What is that? It's No, I'm just saying it is a hood song. Oh, I thought that was the name of something. I'm like, what is that? T.I. 24s. 
That is not that hood. It's That's just, not that. It's just country. It's not. It's trap music. It's on the trap music album. Ooh. It is a trap music song. Money rolls, cars and clothes. That's how all my partners roll. Blowing drove on 24. That's how all my niggas roll. I'm trying not to say the N word. Remember, I told you I'm trying oh, to take it out of my. Out? Yeah, I actually, I, got I actually enjoyed. <laughs> I enjoyed that era of T. Uh, T. I. Me too. Is that the Is that the same era where Why you want to go and do that? Yes, that is a really good song. So I was in high school, and like it just takes me back to high school and like how we used to be in my little protege, and like we got the (laughs) song blasting. Was it white? It was silver. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay, with the silver. Um, and then my last song is also nostalgic. It is Kirk Franklin, he's able. Listen. And it just takes me back to being in a choir when I was younger and wanting that solo. So that I could sing, hold on, my brother. <laughs> Your change is going to come. I and always, always gave to... it to a guy, huh? Correct. The <laughs> doggone uh, minister of music would sing it. Oh, come Let on one now. of the children I sing. <laughs> no, he wanted his own Selfish solo. Ass. Correct. So anyways, those are my songs that like take me away from whatever troubles I may have in the moment. And they have no significance, like none. They just make me feel good. Listen, this is a good icebreaker because what we're going to talk about today, Car, she wasn't ready. I was actually going to segue, no, but you <laughs> took that away from me. That's what he does. Hey, That's what he does. I was about Listen, to say. Listen, I'm fucking with y'all until next season. How <laughs> like, about that? What the heck? Because you cursed me out twice this year. How? Oh, my God. <laughs> Get me out of here, bro. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming for that ass. Out of here, bro. I'm trying to look at wedding dresses. Exactly. So, I knew you wouldn't. Re- I am ready. I was about to segue and say something to the effect of, of when you real busy, I like to listen to music while I work because it helps me be more productive. And today we're going to talk about the busy trap or the fact that people be fake busy, one or the other. Listen. Can we explain what fake busy is? I'll I still explain don't it. Get it. Oh, I know what it is. Go ahead. So when I lived in Atlanta, <laughs> everyone was fake busy. In Atlanta, everybody had some type of agenda, <laughs> and everybody was just busy. Like, not like I was asking niggas to go, like go places with me, but niggas was just always fake busy and was broke as fuck. Like, bro, I got this going. I'm doing this. Like, I'm doing. That's what you talking about? Yeah. But but it's volunteered like without information, prompting. yeah. Well, but it's no no prompting. It's like, hey, what's up, dude? Man, I got Let me tell this you. business. I ain't go to bed last night till three a.m., bro. I've been working since <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? My baby mama tripping. I got it's just, and everybody was in the stew. Yeah. Or the yo. Yeah. Or the o. <laughs> <laughs> the studio. Or the studio period. <laughs> I didn't hear not a nail demo. Not a nail. I just didn't. People were fake, and I I think fake business is a real thing. Like even even people who were have nine to fives, like I feel like they overwhelmed themselves with work when it's like you got your day ended at five. <laughs> Legally, you don't have to work, Correct. right? You know what I'm saying? That's not. It depends on your job. It depends on your job. Yeah, but I but do agree. It's something that you can stand on. Like <laughs> I'm not at work. But fake busy. 
I get it now. If y'all want to add to it, I mean, you can. I mean, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't get it at first, but I get it now. That makes sense. Like, this offering that you were working so hard yeah. with no one really caring. Right, because nobody asked you what right. you was doing. Nobody no asked, one asked you. you. <laughs> nobody asked you. Or the people that say, like, hey, um, something about, like, when you don't go to sleep or something like that. Oh, uh, sleep when I die, I sleep when I die, or sleep is for the poor or something like what that. What is that? That's what Diddy be saying. Diddy be sleep. Exactly. That nigga Diddy be sleep. He don't, he don't have be to sleep. He be sleep. He don't have sleep. to write not a nap. He hired people to do all that. Right. That boy is sleep. So you're right. You can go work out at like 12 he o'clock in the morning. Song. I used to listen to his song when I was uh, doing those assessments too because it, it's the wee hours of the morning. I'm really not sleep. But he has a song about not sleeping. I don't. I mean, no. I get it, but I, <laughs> I need don't. at least six hours. I don't. I need eight. Mm-mm. A full eight. For real? Every yes, night? every night. Damn, Carl, how do you fit that shit in? I do it. I fit it eight in because hours, otherwise nigga? I am unproductive. Nigga, I'm, I'm like between four and six. No. Six is a good night. Mm-mm. I need eight. Anyway, back to the topic Sorry. at hand. No, no, don't apologize. It was it was relevant. Um, we are talking about people being fake busy and how to really be productive in 2018 and stop being fake busy and actually do some shit <laughs> during the time that you're saying you're busy. So I found an article from Forbes magazine, which is called If Time is Money, Millennials Are Broke and They Couldn't Be Happier. And it basically goes into the busy trap and what that means for millennials And I'm going to just read a little excerpt really quick. Um, The New York Times bemoans the busy trap. But for the millennial set, a full outlook calendar seems to have replaced the sports car as the new status symbol. Being busy means you're important, needed, valued. Time isn't just money. It's the red Jaguar, the Birkin bag, and the private jet all rolled into one. Have no time, honey, you've arrived. (laughs) And I actually think that's the perfect description on millennials and having multiple side hustles. So we always praise being a dink, double income, no kids. We always praise having a side hustle. We always talk about, which we all do, we always talk about the the multiple streams of of income and the multiple avenues of of pursuing your passion. But I think to some extent, I I do think, and I am very... um, guilty of this sometimes where I create things for myself to do just to say to myself, Ooh, you like, you really doing mm-hmm. it out here. Like you really be doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, not to proje- project it to anyone else, but really for me to, because I am most productive when I have a lot to do. So this particular article goes in and it tries to explain why millennials love being or feeling or letting everybody feel like they're busy. So one of the hypotheses is we're busy, but just for now. So basically millennials feel a lot of pressure early on in their careers to be really, really busy. So then once you get, once you've arrived, you, you don't have to be as busy. So Mm -hmm. we feel like we have to be busy now to not be busy later. Right. Second hypothesis, we're busy because it makes us feel good. So when you get an email at 8 p.m., it's your choice to either ignore it it or be annoyed by it. But some of you, a part of us feels pleased that we're we're needed or somebody needs something from us. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like it. Um, Fourth 
No, that's third. Excuse me. Third hypothesis, we're not busy. We just want you to think we are, mm-hmm. which <laughs> is another term for the humble brag. Basically, oh, yeah, I just been, you know, I just be working. I just got, I, I mean, I got to go on this trip tomorrow for work. You know what I'm saying? I, I ain't going to sleep tomorrow, but it's cool because I got, you know, that sort of kind of feeling, which actually goes into, gives you the same sort of feelings of popularity as social media does. Hmm. And fourthly and lastly, the last hypothesis is we're busy because we're lonely. Busyness serves as a kind of existential reassurance that makes you feel as if you are important and it helps your social anxiety. Mm. Mm. It fills a void to where your family or partner might be. So you don't need a partner because you don't have time for a partner because you're always busy. Mm. So that's the article. Um, I guess on like a general scale, do y'all be- agree with some of the stuff it was saying or how do you feel? So I agree with the like, let me work super hard right now or be super busy right now. So like one day I won't have to mm-hmm. or I won't be busy. Mm-hmm. But I in I guess connection to that, I feel like the more you work, the more work, work you build for yourself. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, more money, exactly. more problems. Yeah. I mean, that's it. Yeah. So it's like, when will you really ever not be working? Right. If you continue to create that much for yourself. Right. So yeah. Um, I agree with the one where it, it says something about like you are busy, like you're busy because you want to. It it wasn't something on the lines of finishing fast, but it was the. Like you try to be proactive and get it done. I don't what? know if that's on here. <laughs> <laughs> totally One is we're busy that. just for now. It was number two. We're busy because it makes Mine us feel good. Oh, uh, number three then. Uh, <laughs> that one is we're not busy. We just want you to think we are. No, that's not it. It was number. And then the fourth one is we're busy because we're lonely. No, then it was two. Number was two. one. What was number two? To make two? you feel good. We're busy because it feels good. Yeah. That one, sorry. That's it. I agree with that one. And why? Sorry. Um, I think we were just raised that way. Like, you know, we need to... <laughs> I mean, even at like when I was working at the age of 16, like you could not just... At the skating ring, you could not just like stand around. Like you had to be busy or make yourself... No, that's the other one. Shit. What? <laughs> Okay, I think yours is a hybrid, and I between think, the two, yes. yeah. So, like I was saying, studies have shown that. that connections <laughs> between text and email. So, studies have shown connections between text and emails and endorphin rushes, just like they have for social media. So, I think that part of being a millennial, what you're saying is that it feels good to be busy, but also um, you're busy now, so that you don't have to be busy later. Maybe that's it. I can also see how the the um, <laughs> texts and emails give you the same type of endorphin rush as like in social media because I have unread text messages and it just, I don't open them on purpose. I don't know why. 
But it feels good for me to look at my phone and it'd be like 72 unread oh text messages. Oh my God. <laughs> I really wish. I never did. I hate that. I really wish. I don't know if they, I don't know. I, I, uh, and my apologies. I really wasn't really paying attention whenever you're reading it. <laughs> like <laughs> fully, fully, fully paying attention whenever you read it fully. Because I had to go use the restroom. But I really wish they had one that said something about like, it makes you feel good whenever you're completing tasks throughout the day. So because of that, you just you gradually have more stuff piled on you because you're completing tasks. Yeah, I mean, but that's a part of the feeling good about it. Okay. So yeah, then, so... Yeah, I probably relate more to that one. Yeah, I mean... If I'm knocking out shit, if I'm having, like, a productive day, like, I can... Sometimes, I'm busy all every day, but some busy days, I'm very productive. And when I say that, that means I'm, like, literally executing and executing tasks, and I'm, like, pretty much finishing them, so... Yeah. Um. But it never ends. Is like... That's the thing. Like you complete one task and another, something else comes on. And comes I was going to say, so as it relates to the feel good, I think I fall into that category. I like feeling needed as it relates to my job. I like feeling like I'm a part of a team. The issue with that is that the line between work life and home life becomes very blurred, blurred or it just like doesn't exist anymore. And so I get times where I'm sitting on the couch with my fiance and I'm really trying to just like have a moment with him and I'm working. Um, and I feel like I have to work versus only feeling like I have to work when I'm in the office. So that's a difficult part about that. Um, I think a, mine is kind of with yours too, Michelle. Like I feel like I want to be busy now so that whenever I get to the point where I'm making more money and doing less work, I'll be less busy, which isn't really true um, now, that, now that I think about it. But um, I think I am now rethinking being a potential housewife, which is another <laughs> okay. question, another combo for another day, because I want to be able to stay home with my kids. I want to be able to like really sit down and like get to know them. But they be busy too. They do be busy. Not when they little though. Not when they little. Um, you, what, get no, you get no break from life. housewives you you don't get a break from life like housewives have it hard too i will say this yeah i agree i'm not saying that they don't but i agree with you i think number four goes toward me too because when ben's not here i keep myself busy in order to not realize that i miss him as much so i do the most i'm always going to brunch dinner drinks freaking writing something taking pictures all of this because i'm trying to fill a void so i understand that side too um, so since we're talking about how busy we are, how we are productive, unproductive, what makes us feel as if we're needed, et cetera, tell us about each of your average days from waking up to going to sleep. I think we're going to have to make this very quick while answering this question. Why? <laughs> I mean, cause I, I have, I do a real, I do a lot, seriously. Well, at least when I wrote it down, it seems like a lot. Okay. So I wake up, say a prayer to the the good Lord. Um, I immediately send emails. I um, like in the bed. So this is like before I get out of the bed. I'm sending emails to work. Um, I go use the restroom, handle my business, all whatever all that entails. Go downstairs, let my dog out, walk back up. I mean, walk back upstairs, get dressed. Then I'm nine times out of ten flying out of town. So I'm going to the airport, getting on a plane, flying to another city, meeting up with one of my reps. Um, While I am working with them throughout the day, I'm responding to 
several different emails from you know work related emails. Then for lunch, I am literally <laughs> I'm spending like an hour and a half just trying to like help them figure out their business so they can be successful and then providing tools for them. Um, and then also hearing everything that comes along with them working for, you know, working for this job and working under me. So it's, it's a lot of, I don't want to say complaining, but it's just like, they really need a lot of support, which I understand. So my goal is to really provide that support for them. Mm -hmm. Then eventually I'll text my mom and let her know that, look, I'm busy. I can't really talk. I love you. You know, (laughs) I have to, I have to affirm her, give her all of my, you know, all the love I can. And then honestly, I'm hopping back on a plane. When I arrive home, I'm going to work out. And then I am, if it's a a recording day, then I'm recording a show. Um, And then after that, I'm debriefing. And at this point, it's like 11, 12 o'clock. And it's time to go to sleep. But I'm trying to work on my small business. So I'm probably spending an hour and a half between an hour and an hour and a half on that the best way I can. Like, at whatever I have left, that's why I'm contributing to that. Mm. And then I'm going to sleep and starting my day all over again. So... About what time you go to sleep? What time you wake oh, up? What time you go to sleep? So I'm waking up. My body naturally wakes up at, like, between 5 and 6.30. <laughs> and then I'm going to sleep at 12. Like, I'm in bed on average, ready to go to sleep by 12. That's pretty common for men. Mm. Most men that I talk to say that they, you know, go to sleep kind of late, mm-hmm. 11, 12, 31, and they only get like four or five hours of sleep. And yeah. they're like, I'm good. Like that's yep. like Ben is my, like that. My uh, clock, my natural clock, like you said, is just, mm-hmm. I'm up. Like, but not me. I know. Me either. <laughs> me either. So, what's your average day? So I don't have an average day. Like no day of mine is ever going to look the same Um, only because my job is not something where, you know, I go into an office and it's the same routine every day. Everything is different. Some days I have clients to see. Some days I don't. Um, Some days I might have somebody scheduled and they cancel. So it's like no day is the same. But um, I wake up naturally at like seven o'clock in the morning. I get out of the bed probably about nine because <laughs> wait, you sit in the bed for two hours? I absolutely do. <laughs> Every because, day. Let me tell you, the first thing is I think, why are you up? Like, <laughs> you could go back to sleep. You don't. I don't schedule anything before eleven. Like when I go see my clients, mm. I don't schedule before eleven because when I was scheduling earlier, they were counseling like left and right, and it's like, well, doggone it, I don't got up yeah. this early and for you to counsel. So. <clears throat> I um I'm responding to emails though while I'm in the bed. I pray first when I really want to get up. Like and that's probably about like 7:45. I finally say, "Okay, why don't you start doing mm-hmm. something?" So, I pray and then I start my emails like Justin said. Um and I'll just sit there in emails for like hours. If y'all notice, I respond to y'all a lot in the morning. And then as the day goes by, my like response kind of dwindles, mm. and then I'll start responding again because that's when I'm mo- most focused on what's in my personal phone. Mm. It's when I start working on, you know, things for work is that I kind of try to put my personal phone down because either I'm driving to go see somebody or I am responding to emails, and I respond to most of my emails in my phone. Mm. So, um, but. 
you know, like I said, it, no two days are the same ever. So either I'm going to see clients and um, by lunchtime, right now I'm in the um, practice of studying the chakras and I've been doing devotions. So during lunch, that's what I do. I take an hour and a half to do that every day. Um, and then after that, I started changing gears to focus on my own business. So I do work first and then my business after lunch. Mm -hmm. And so then I'm responding to emails for that. I'm working on marketing material, trying to execute different things so that, um, I have these relationships cause I'm building relationships with, I've said this before, different judges and different people that have, um, a high, what are you laughing at? <laughs> You doing like I be doing? No, I'm laughing at the voicemail you let us Oh, yeah. So I had a judge call my phone the other day. Justin is laughing at I let them listen to a voicemail from a judge call my phone, <laughs> leave me a rude message. But anyways, um, so yeah, I'm kind of, you know, building relationships with people that have um, some high positions in the mental health field. And so then I, I do that. Um, after that, I talk to my mom before work is over because the day ends at five. So I always talk to my mom before the work day is over to just let her know how my day was or whatever. Um, and we kind of chat for like 10, 15 minutes and then I work out and that's it. Like that's my day. It's not my day. My day is not that busy. What is the busy part, I guess, is that I've worked all day and then most of the evenings I have something to do. Like if it's not recording, I have a networking event to go to or I have um, I volunteer for this organization. So we have an event for that or we have a meeting for that or, you know, something to the effect that every evening there's something on my schedule. So then I have to do that. I have to eat dinner. And then when, I, when once I come home, like that's my time to either talk on the phone or just chill and relax before I do the same thing over the next day. Well, not the same thing, but, you know. Wake up the next day. Right. I um go to sleep, though, probably around 12.30 every night. By 11, I'm done. Like, I really can't. I can't give you much more after 11. Really? But I, I'll go to sleep at 12.30. Okay. So, I probably wake up around 7.30. I'm glad I know all this info. Um, I'm glad I know all this why? info. So I can nag y'all early in the morning. Oh, I'm no, 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 Here's the other <laughs> thing about my day is that my phone is on silent all day. Oh, I'm a, that's me all day, every day. My phone's all day. on silent. I don't yeah. think I ever put it off. I have to purposely check my phone just so I don't... And sometimes I put people on do not disturb. So I don't even see that the text okay. message came through. So send it if you want to. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, um, I wake up at like 7.30. I usually get straight in the shower. Um, and I do my little skincare routine and then I iron my clothes because I never iron them beforehand. And I don't usually eat breakfast at home, so I'll just get to work probably around like nine and then I'll eat breakfast once I get to work. And then I like get my coffee and I usually like go to my secretary's desk and like shoot the shit for probably like 10 to 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. See what's going on with her. And then I actually start legitimately working at like 930. 
So I first check all my emails. And usually I, I normally, my emails come to my phone for work too. So I normally don't have any unread messages. But if I do, I'll check those and I'll make sure that I respond to all of those. And then I usually have a task list of things that I need to do for a particular case or for multiple cases. So I pretty much just go to my to-do list, which is in my email. It's like a little checklist thing, task list rather. And I literally start from number one, or I start with what's most important, or I start with what I feel like doing that day. Because sometimes in the mornings I don't really want to think, so I just do stuff that's like pretty quick and easy, and then I'll do the harder stuff later. But when I have a deadline... Like that day or the next day is when I'm the most productive because I have, I'll have like five things I got to turn in and I'll literally like knock them out back to back to back. Um, so I probably work actively between 9.30. I normally take a lunch between 11.30 to 12.30. And then I work again from 12.30 to about 6, 6.30. And sometimes I'm there till like 7, depending on what I have to do. Um, if I have a deadline, I will leave work and come home and work. Um, and if I come home and work, then I probably won't work out. If I don't work when I get home, I'll try to work out. But to be honest, I haven't been, I just been coming home and freaking booing up. So, but when Ben's not here, I'll come home. If we don't have to record, I'll pretty much just like either do something for the blog post something on social media, watch TV, or just, like, sit here and chill. I'm trying to get better with utilizing my that particular amount of free time when we don't record so that I can just be more productive. Um, I will eat dinner around, like, 8, and then after that, I will generally go to sleep around, like, midnight. I'll be in the bed. Usually we'll talk. At like 10.30 my time until like 11.30, 12 my time and then go to sleep mm. and wake up and do it all over again. Do it all over again. Those That time frame from when I get home to when I go to bed, I have to start using for wedding planning, which is depressing. But not depressing, but depressing at the same time because <laughs> I no longer have any free time. I forgot to add that I'm on call some nights. So there are nights that I'm on call from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. And then the next day, I, there is no sleep. Like sometimes I've gotten home before at 6 o'clock. One time, I'm going to tell y'all this one time. <laughs> I got home at 6 o'clock in the morning and y'all started texting at like 6.30. And I don't know why. Oh, because when I'm on call, my phone can't be on silent. So my phone wasn't on silent. I was so pissed off. <laughs> it took me six hours to respond to y'all. And y'all, it didn't have nothing to do with y'all. But it took me six hours to respond because I was so <laughs> mad. I was like, I literally just laid down. And y'all are texting about some pictures on Instagram. Like, I don't I don't remember what the text yeah, message was. That's probably what it was about. I was like, oh, my gosh. And the, they were just coming like this. And I was like, why are both of them up? They don't even have to be up this early. It was so <laughs> oh, random. And I normally don't even be up early like that. So exactly. I don't even remember why I was up. But I was just like, what is going on? But so, yeah, some nights it's like I'm not getting any sleep. Like, it's 
I just stopped working at six and at eight o'clock emails are rolling in. I'm not sure if y'all are like this, but it's amazing how like when the when like the mind or the brain has rest, how clear and focused you are in the morning. Like that's when I get most of my work done in the morning. Like in terms of like admin stuff, like sending emails, like all that great stuff. Mm-hmm. It's early in the morning, so I'm you probably you know until the end of this podcast, you're probably always going to get a morning text from me. If it's about business, and 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 I've learned that your schedule is, you know, um, all of our schedules are different, so I definitely try to like hold off on that. But for I me, mean, it's, it's it's no, I just put in my okay. notes now. No, I put in my notes now, just oh, out of okay. free. And even with my, even with my, um, even with my um, employees, like I try not to email them mm. before like six o'clock in the morning. And I try not to email them after 5 p.m. because it becomes a trigger. Like, yeah, even if you yeah. don't read the email, if you see me emailing you, you're, you know, you your natural response is to be responsible and reply. Mm-hmm. So um, I try to be within reason of that time frame. So, but it's amazing. I, I was saying all this to say that it's a, like for me, the reason why I'm probably like fully functional in the morning is because my brain is like rested, it's fresh. And it's like, let's go. Let's mm. get it. So I'm the most productive in the mornings. Yeah. After like I eat lunch, I'm dead. Done. Done. Unless I have a deadline and I'm like, I gotta get this done. But other than that, if there ain't like a if there ain't something like that's crucial, I'd be so um I'm the total opposite. Like the afternoon is when I probably get the most done. Because in the I mean, in the morning I have a lot of emails to respond to, so I don't really have a choice. But in the afternoon, I don't know, I just get like a wave of energy and it's like, all right, let's get to it. That's why I don't understand, you know, why eight o'clock in the morning is deemed business because that's not business for me. That's listen. I'm not ready to get up yet. And I, I work, that's why I do the night shift because mm-hmm. I can stay up all night. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that. The morning for me, though, is just kind of like my time. Right. I don't feel like I should have to do business, but <laughs> I'm with you. That's not the way the world works. So, fortunately, um, have to deal. Fortunately, so why do y'all think millennials are busier than our older counterparts? As it relates to our our average days, um, I think it has everything to do with like our focus is different. You know, I mean, their focus was you know finding a quote-unquote good job mm-hmm. which that was more so finding a stable job a mm-hmm. job where you will not get laid off um and getting married and you know having a family and i think for yeah, us it's just house. different yeah buying house yeah, all that good stuff and i think for us it's, it's completely different like we mm-hmm. were raised where they said hey you know you can do whatever you want in this world so what, whatever that is in your mind or your brain this is something that you want to do so we just focus on that and then not only that um like reality tv is very prevalent in our i would say in our upbringing like it, it probably for our the later or the older millennials it started probably when we were in high school leading up to the college years so just seeing and having access to other people living a fancy life we just naturally want a fancy life and mm. Um, I think because we want that, we know that we understand money and we understand that 
we need multiple avenues of money. So mm-hmm. that that lifestyle or that desire to want more for yourself um, has always been instilled in us, and we just work, and we have no problem doing it. I feel like millennials work hard and we play hard. Work smart slash hard and play hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think, you know, they say they were the microwave generation, and I really do think that that has some validity. Um, we're just always looking for the next thing. So, you know, what else can I be doing? And we added to our schedules. What else can I be doing is the perfect, yeah. Um, and I could say, like. I'm going to be asking that. <laughs> <laughs> I do. At work you do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I'm if I'm really slow at work, first of all, my my job, really? I'm dead ass. No, no, I'm talking about this. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know if you can hear it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, no, I was gonna say my job is based on hours. Like I have to bill a certain amount of hours. So if I'm slow, I'm not gonna make my hours. I'm not gonna like they gonna try to fire me. So mm. mine is like if I don't have something to do, I have to find something to do. Mm-hmm. Like always. And I feel like I use that in my like when I sit and don't do nothing all day. Sometimes I be feeling guilty. Like dang, I could have done blah 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 or. Posted something on the blog or posted this or that, like when I just choose not to do something. And I think, I think our older counterparts are okay with like sitting still, and we're not. Absolutely, we're not okay, okay with, with sitting still. Like if we got a little bit of money in our account, we're gonna take a trip. If we got, you know, a little bit of time, we're gonna do something. Like it's not a let me just chill on it. We don't, we don't know how to chill. Um, it's a lesson. How many days per week do you feel overwhelmed? Like you can't finish something, like you have too much going on, like your your anxiety's flaring up. On average, how many days per week do you feel like that? I don't really feel overwhelmed too often because there's so much flexibility with my job. So like if I go see a client and I have something in between to the next client, I can stop at Target and pick up whatever, you know, so I'm not overwhelmed like, oh, I don't have time to go do this because I have that flexibility, which is why I chose the position that I have. I wanted to be, I don't think that people should have to work eight to five, Monday through Friday and sit in the office and not be able to incorporate their own personal things in their day. I don't think that you should give somebody that much of your life. That's just for me. So that's why I'm in the position I am because I have the flexibility to get other things done. So I don't feel overwhelmed. I think those times when I do feel overwhelmed, um, it's probably because I have added additional things, like I said earlier, for me to do after work. And so I got to leave from the north side of Dallas to get to the south side of Dallas in 30 minutes, but the traffic is actually going to make me you know, 30 minutes late. So mm-hmm. I feel overwhelmed because it's like, dang, I didn't put this on my schedule. Knew I didn't have time to get over there, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, whatever. Plus I told this person I was going to do that. So it's really me adding additional things after work mm-hmm. that overwhelms me. It was it was hard for me to answer that question because like I, when I read it, my body felt like, hey, you do get overwhelmed more than you think you do. But I think when I think about it, I would say, like, by day, between days 15 and 20, 
out of the month, that's when I begin to feel overwhelmed. That's the only way I can like kind of start to put it. Mm-hmm. And this is on top of me traveling as I mean, this is on top of me working, traveling, trying to live some type of some some life, some 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 type of life outside of work. My, you know, <laughs> drunk moments, hangover days, like I begin to feel overwhelmed around between like I would I would say between like the 15th and the 20th of the month. Um and I would say on average is about maybe two days out of the month where I really feel overwhelmed and I need to like reset. Mm. Um, and I'm pretty sure that that number has literally decreased. I'm pretty sure like initially it was more days where I felt overwhelmed, but I've learned how to work in an overwhelmed state. Um, and I just feel that those moments where I feel like my body and my brain is shutting down, those are the days that I identify with. Mm. Well, (laughs) I feel overwhelmed often. I would say between two to three days a week, I am having near a near to, I am near to having a panic attack. Is it because the amount of work? Yeah, it's the amount. It's the timelines. It's um, and mm. then and then adding like yes, I'm excited about getting married. Like I'm so excited, but like adding wedding planning on top of the podcast, on top of my job, on top. It's just like these layers, and so it's a lot. And I haven't gotten overwhelmed this week, but I feel my anxiety flaring up when I'm not even like I was like laying in the bed last night, and. Ben, like, wasn't feeling well, and I started getting anxiety. And it's like, that's not normal for me. Mm-hmm. So I know that that means that I have a lot going on. So I'm just just starting to feel overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. But I do, I feel overwhelmed often, especially when I have, like, a deadline. And it's, like, a deadline that's just unrealistic for yeah. what, mm-hmm. for my time, for, like, the amount of time it's going to take me to do something, unless I started it, like, three weeks ago. But then three weeks ago, I had another deadline, so, like, I couldn't start it. So it's never me procrastinating. It's literally like stuff just be back to back to back to back. And I just don't have time to think or sit. So um, that's something that I want to get better at. The problem is, is for the next two years, I can't because I need these coins. Mm-hmm. So I mean, especially can... while Ben is in med school, like I'm, I'm the breadwinner right now. So I can't, I can't sit down. Like I have to work. And I have to work a lot. And it makes, I mean, when he's not here, honestly, it's not as bad. It's just when he's here because I'm trying to do work, podcast, give him time. Not because he needs it, but because I need it. And like make sure I time. make sure I eat and like shower and do some of my hair. Like my hair is disgusting. <laughs> Please take a shower. <laughs> yeah, I mean I shower in the mornings, but like I was supposed to wash my hair this weekend. I didn't take the time to do it because it takes a really long time. Oh, I know. Wash. You see this hair? Yeah, like wash, freaking condition, sit under dry. It's just a lot. So I'm like, well, I'm gonna just go with dingy hair. So today I woke up and looked like a fool at work, but I didn't give a darn because I'm like, I'm getting it done. You know, I, I'm already, I'm betrothed. So it don't matter what I look like. <laughs> but yeah, it's just a lot. So I'm trying to insert more elements of self-care in my daily life, like at work, like taking a step back, maybe watching a TV show on my computer or something like that, or looking at wedding stuff. But it is, it does become overwhelming. So I think also, um, 
I'm very intentional in my schedule because when I say that no two days look the same, that's very true to the statement because one day I can see one person and the next day I see five. So what I make sure that I do is I don't schedule people on Monday and I don't schedule people on Friday. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is when I'm going to be most busy. But Monday and Friday, I'm intentional on not scheduling people because I probably had a long weekend and I did a lot over the weekend. So Monday, I'm already going to be tired. And most people, they can't stand Mondays, you know, and like, so I just, with my schedule, I say, why would I put that anxiety on myself? You know, like mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and schedule just to do admin work on Mondays. And so I can chill and just, you know, do that. But then also on Friday, because that's a lot of times travel time for people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whether it's me or my clients traveling, I would rather not try to go see somebody in the morning and then try to get on a plane later on that afternoon. So I'm intentional in my schedule to keep myself from feeling overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. My schedule is not my own, so <laughs> I can't. I understand. Yeah, there's, I, yeah, the court just schedules stuff and don't give a darn about correct nothing. So, um, how many days do you choose to not do something that you could have done because you felt overwhelmed? How many days? What? I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? How many days do you choose not to do something you could have done during the week due to being overwhelmed or? I do it every day and it's yeah. not it's not that I'm feeling overwhelmed it's just that I know I cannot get to everything. When it comes to work, I'm going to make sure that I have my tasks complete because they pay me. When it comes to my business, I'm going to make sure that I have all my decks in a row because I pay people. But in everything else, I can't wa- I can't wash all the dishes. Right. I can't fold all the clothes. I can't, you know, go see whoever on the other side of town like I want to every day. Like I choose every day to just say I can't get to that. And I, you know, if I got to call, you know, Blanca and tell her that she's going to have like seven loads of clothes, I just have to make that sacrifice and pay somebody to do that because I can't. Mm-hmm. Can't get to everything. And yeah. I'm not going to wreck my brain trying to do it. Yeah, I, for me... um, I want to say like maybe five years ago when I was working um, at another job, like I literally thought that I can, like it was, it it really fucked with my ego if I went a day without completing something or at least begin beginning um, a certain particular project so I can be able to complete it like the next day. Um, and because of that, I develop anxiety. I mean, high blood pressure. I mean, my body was literally turning against me because I was so focused on work and my productivity and my reputation and my name. And um, unfortunately, like, I literally had to learn how to say, fuck it. Like, I'm not doing it. Like, I can't do it. Like, I want to do it, but my body and my brain physically will not allow me to, like, begin, start, or finish. Everything. Everything, Right. right? So... Because of that, I'm like Michelle. Like that's a daily thing, and I'm I, I love like I'm I'm a delegator. I I love putting things on other people. Well, I don't. It's not that I love putting things on other people. I just know that you utilize resources. I utilize my resources, and I utilize it to a point where, and this is just obviously I'm talking about my work day. 
Um, I utilize it to the point where I know people's strengths and their weaknesses. So whatever I'm handing off is a strength of yours, and I know that you can get it done. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, don't do that to everyone because you know everyone doesn't express leader you know, that they want leadership responsibilities and what I call it. But um, if they do, I'm like, hey, can you do this? Knock this out for me, and it just helps me. Um, while at the same time helping them sharpen their skills as well. So um, I at this point, like, I have relinquished the control. Now, mind you, you know, I still trust what they're doing, but I always verify, you know, that, you know, that's my job. That's what I need to do. So, or that's what I do. So um, I'm helping them along the way, however they're just leading that particular project. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, Um I guess for me, I do it every day as well because my task list at work is usually way more than I can do in one day anyway. Right. So I know that I'm going to continuously add to it and I know that I'm going to continue. Like I'm never, it's almost like a, like a well, like I'm going to take water out of it, but it's still going to be full. So I know Mm. that unless. I have something due that day or the next day. Um, but other than that, if it's due a couple days after and I know that I can get it done in that time, I'd be like, I'm just going to chill on it. And the problem with my blog and with even with the podcast, like a lot of times I do that with those things. I'll be like, oh, I'll get to it and then I'll forget. So I have to, and this will go into, we'll talk about this later, but tips on just remaining focused and making sure you get stuff done is like writing things down Mm -hmm. because I'll write down stuff for work, but I won't write it down for other things thinking that I'll remember and I won't. Right. Um, And it's not that I'm, you know, lazy. It's just that I have like a million things. So it's like, you know, you just have to be, you just have to write it. So I have a question. This is just in y'all's house. Do y'all ever feel like it's impossible to have everything done? Let me tell you where this question is coming from. So I was sitting in my house one day and I had cleaned up. I always start from the front of my house and go back, right? So I'd cleaned my dining area. I'd cleaned the kitchen. I cleaned the bathroom and I cleaned my room. And I got to the living room and I was just like, I just don't feel like doing this anymore. Like, I, I mean, I just don't. And then I realized that I had clothes to hang up and wash. And I was just like, it's not going to happen. And that's all the time in my house. I never feel like everything is in its place in my house anymore. <laughs> like, and I'm so, we talked about it before, and y'all asked me about my closet. Like, I used to be so like, everything has to be in its place. And now I just be like, I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the other end of the spectrum. Yeah, I'm on the so- other end. I'm like, I can't, everything is not going to be in place. And I'm having to like really come to that realization. So like, do y'all have that? realization or do y'all have that in terms thought of, that everything's supposed to be in place in your house i used to live in it when i lived in atlanta i lived like nobody lived in my home yeah so when people walked in my home it looked like no one it was a, a model home mm. so like i'm i call like i i call i'm really like fake ocd right so <laughs> if like but which is why i have my cleaning lady so if I if she's there, I can maintain and things can get be can be done throughout the day in terms of like cleaning and having it completed. Mm-hmm. But if she's not there, then we I have some problems, right? 
However, when I have company or if I know that company is coming over or a guest is coming over, like I feel the need to get it completed. So everything's clean. Like even they're not gonna see your clothes. So even clothes that need to be washed, you're gonna wash them. Well, that's still. where the fake OCD comes in because okay. on my second floor, it may appear as if everything's clean, but if you go upstairs in my bedroom, it's a complete mess. Okay. So that's I just that. had to come to that realization. No, so I just wanted to yeah. ask that question. Cause I, I'm my, like, my realization was that I, you need help, nigga. Like, <laughs> you can't do it. I really was sitting in that house there like, whose house is always together? I'm like, somebody tell me. I don't know. I was tripping that day. I was like, Michelle, you need to finish. But I was just like, no, nah, it's not going to happen. I'm done cleaning up. Because yeah. I always clean up the whole house. When I clean, I clean the whole house. Mm-hmm. The answer to that question is the reason why I like my house being always together. because. Everybody' houses can be a fucking mess. Right. You know? Well, there's always a closet or a room that you ain't gonna you ever can... see. <laughs> Child, I listen. Before Ben got here, I would throw everything I ain't want to look at in that closet, and it looked like a war zone in there. But you can. <laughs> so when see, you open the door, everything's gonna fall out. Yeah, but I mean, now it's together because he is extra OCD. But. I mean, I got clothes on the couch right now that I need to hang up that I just didn't get to yet. I don't feel that way about my house. Like, I mean, y'all know that. I be just, look, if I ain't going to get to it, I ain't going to get to it. Because I be too tired. That's why I have Norma. And if I don't have, like, sometimes I be forgetting to text Norma because I just have a million things to do. So it go three weeks. I'm like, free. Oh, Blanca will text me. Hey, I've been waiting on you to tell me when you need me to come back. (laughs) I literally... Just had a serious conversation with Norma because she just came on last Friday and she's like, Oh, when do you want me to come back? I say, Norma, I need you on the first and 15th. There's no need for us to discuss. <laughs> just come <laughs> and I'm going to pay that ass. Like, you good. Yeah. I need like, to, when she do you used want to us do to come again? Me. She's like, First and the 15th. I say, Yes, first and the 15th. I don't care what day it is. Come. She has access to my house. Like, nigga, come. Yeah, she fully has a key. Like, Norma, right. Norma could steal my whole life. Like, she really she could. Really because she has a full key. Like, I made her a key. I can't yeah. make no key. So, yeah, I mean. A key costs $50. I'm not buying the $50 no, my, key. Uh, why you keep $50? Because it's those in the electric keys. Area. Oh, I'm about to say, girl, go to Walmart and get a $5 key. Right. It's a fob. It's not even really a key. You just put uh, place it on there and it unlocks. So. Well, we ain't got that. All right. Uh, <laughs> are you? Well, we're we're kind of getting. How long is this episode? Well, let's go. No, yeah, let's it's an hour it. and a half no, let's, let's execute it. How important is seeming busy versus actually being busy? Do you feel good when you say something to somebody like, "I worked till one a.m. last night," etc.? Not at all. Right. I feel better when I be like, "Man, I was I chilling all day today." Right. <laughs> And I think people who are really busy, like, they don't have time to even, like, put on that facade because either they're extremely busy or they sleep or they're drunk or they're going to church or they're spending time with family. That's it. Right. Or they're having sex. And I think that I think I hit yeah. all areas, and, right? And sex, Is yeah. that all areas? Yeah. You said eating? Eating. And, and eating. that's it. Right. Mm-hmm. Niggas barely can take a shower, let alone, oh, I'm putting on for you. You're kidding. <laughs> You're kidding. I'm You're trying to kidding. figure out why are you even within you my schedule. You have been that in a long time, Justin. You're kidding. <laughs> why are you within my schedule right now? So I, 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 I no, not I do no. I do it at work. It makes me feel good at work. Really? Mm-hmm. When you no. say what? 
when I be like, girl, I was doing discovery requests for six hours yesterday. Oh. The fact that you have time to even say that means that you're not busy. It'll be like, no, that's not true. It'll <laughs> be like joking. at lunch. I'm just <laughs> but like in my normal life, I actually don't like talking about how busy I am because I feel like people think I be lying. So, well, like I'm we know to, like, you don't be on. lying because we be right here watching you do the work. So, <laughs> I'm like, lying. I don't be wanting to say it because I'm like, I'm legitimately like, I have. So I think much the only on. time I do say it is when I'm asking for an ear to listen and I just want to vent. I think that's when I begin to say, like, man, I'm so busy. Like, last month, like, you already know, like, my December was stupid, dumb, busy. Like, I was traveling for work during the weekend and I was trying to fucking vacay on the weekend it just didn't make sense and anna came over one night because she was um she had to get something and she looked at me and she was like you're not the same and i was <laughs> like you know what anna i'm not i'm tired and i want to vent to you right now but i have to get some sleep because if i don't i'm gonna miss my flight in the morning but i really wanted to like just be like bro just just like hug listen. me just listen <laughs> right yeah i think that's the only time i really just really talk about how busy I am is when I'm to when I'm at complete exhaustion. Yeah, I try not to even tell it to Ben like when we're on the phone and stuff when he's not here. I mean, I do, but I try not to like fully say it because he'd be like, "Car, you need to sit down. Like, take a day, take it." And he like try he tries to tell me to do that, and I most of the time I can't. So I feel bad for like not taking a day, but in that moment I can't. Can I ask you a question? What? What era of your life were you like the just complete busiest? What what area of my or life? Or what um, era of your life? Like, was it law school? It wasn't even law school. I had a lot of free time in law school. Really? I Is had it a now? Lot. It's now. Me too. Is it now for you? Yes. Okay, so weird. I thought I was, I was the only no. One. I was not that busy in law school. I like, thought school, I was the only one. Because like, you had so many breaks during class, and like you're. I mean, yeah. Twenty seventeen was, was blessings on blessings for me. But ask me what I did. I don't know. I really need Instagram to let me know what all I did in twenty seventeen because so much happened. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was just all over the place, but. And that's not even fake busy talk. That's like on some real nigga shit. How a whole year go by and it be like successful for you. And you're like, damn, what did I do? That's crazy, Justin. I mean, I did a lot last year too because I turned we all we, also, did. Yeah, we turned 30. Like I did like I had like 80 birthday parties. It was a little ridiculous. 2017 was pretty ridiculous. Throw the whole year away. Let's what else we Listen, talking about? I, I mean, I had a pretty good year. I had a pretty good year. I got to I got to fuck with It might have been my Cardi B year. No, I'm just it, my, it was my Cardi B year, too. I'm like, just saying. Okay. 2017 was not that year for me. So, <laughs> I would even I had a whole breakup in 2017. Ooh, so, 2017? Yeah. I thought I was 16. Me, I thought that was 16, my nigga. That it was to show. February 14th, 2017. Wow. But your glow up, though. Right. The glow up was real. Let me tell and you, that's the glow what I'm up saying. was real. Yeah, Michelle's I mean it get definitely. In 2018. Yeah, thank you. I believe I'm gonna meet him in 2018. Yeah, you definitely. Oh, yeah. that's definite. You've already met. Him. If I haven't already met him, yeah. Unless <laughs> <laughs> y'all both be from big. Happy is that? Now let me chill. Oh uh, my god, <laughs> let me chill. Okay. Um, are you most productive when you're super busy? I think we kind of already touched this. Or no. when you have m- more time on your plate. Listen, when I'm super busy, I'm not productive at all. 
That's when I am super busy. I'm most productive when I'm super really? busy. Yeah, that's when I'm I most mean. productive. Yes, because I be like, list, check, boom, 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 yep. check, boom, uh, boom, boom, check. When I ain't got nothing to do and I have two things I need to accomplish, I be like, ah, I got all day. That's me. <laughs> that's me. Yep. When I'm busy, I'm like, who can I put this on? Who can I delegate this task to so I can no, clear when some I'm, space? When I'm busy... I'll respond to other people more like, oh, yeah, okay, don't stop. You know, it's like, don't stop. Like, you in a groove, keep going, keep going. And that's on personal level and the business side. Like, if I have five assessments lined up in one day, oh, baby, I'm going to smash that day. And when I think of Because I just wake up with like, girl, you got to get it. When I think of those days, those days for me are days where I have to meet a deadline and I know that I can't and I have like other stuff like starting and I haven't responded to emails and I have to initiate an email like those days I'm like overwhelmed Mm. that's when I I thrive I I thrive when it's like boom 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 but you see I do a really good job with um like planning for the future so those days never really come does that make sense like I know what are my busy times? So I already tried to like delegate tasks where I'd be like, you remember that email I sent you like two weeks ago? Can you go in and tackle that real quick? Because whatever. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I cause, I cause I can't, I really cannot. Like I would literally, I can probably really fold under pressure. Crash. Which is not good, but I get the job done. How does being busy affect... <laughs> the questions keep on coming. How does being busy affect your personal relationships, your dating life, your spiritual life, etc.? Well, when it comes to my spiritual life, um, I will say that sometimes I neglect... Um, and I mentioned this in the other episode. Like, I'll just watch church online because I'd be like, I'm tired, mm-hmm. Lord. And you know my heart. Because so. <laughs> people let us say that, you know my heart. Yeah, right. God knows my heart. So, anyways, it's like I will watch church online sometimes. And that's not the best for me because I'm not fully engaged when I'm just watching it online. Right. Um, But in personal relationships, I literally got cussed out. Because this dude was like, you're just too busy. You got too much going on. And, like, everything is about your schedule. And I was like, I mean, what do you want me to do? Like, (laughs) I just feel like people have to plan with me now, you know? And if you don't have, like, a plan of things and you just want to randomly, hey, what are you doing right now? Mm -hmm. I don't have that. Because sometimes, like, if I'm not doing nothing, I'm comfortable not doing anything like yeah. i'm i'm relaxing right now yeah and you want me to get up at seven o'clock in the evening and get in traffic and i don't feel like it so sorry you should have told me yesterday that you wanted to do something today at seven o'clock <laughs> and you probably should have followed up with a text message that we are still on for the seven o'clock that's today oh, because oh my god i will either do something else or i'm just gonna sit here and relax and i literally got cussed out and i was like dang you really in your feelings blocked oh <laughs> my god yeah i mean you get blocked for stuff like that it was a bit childish but i mean i have to be people have to plan with me like i have to plan everything i plan when i go see my dad it's after church when i go to church 
because he lives on the other side of Dallas. Like we live 40 minutes away from each other. Mm -hmm. So I have to plan that. Like, mm -hmm. it's not like I can just be in traffic all night and I'm not going to give you that much of my attention because I'm tired now. I just drove over here in traffic and I'm tired. So I have to be intentional and plan everything. And that bothers some people. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm definitely not a planner when it comes to like me knowing people. Um, it affects my relationships with my family because, like, I think my mom for the past few years, um, she's really been, I don't want to say this and it sounds weird, but she's really been into me, like, into me until a point where it's like she really misses me. And I feel that from her, right? Like, my hugs, whenever she hugs me, last, like, longer than normal, right? So um, it affects me because I want to spend more time with her. Um, and my family's like my, her and my stepdad, but she's more affectionate than my uh, stepdad. And I know he misses me as well, but, um, and my sister as well. So, um, I want to spend time with them, but I just like right now, 2017 was just extremely busy for me. So I, it's, it's hard for me to drive down five and a half hours to visit them, see them maybe a full day because it's really three days, but two out of the three days is travel time. And I, it's like maybe two full, two full days. So. I don't even have the opportunity to spend time with them. So um, it it's I, I get sad about that. And even my brothers and sisters on my dad's side, like I haven't seen them really since my dad's funeral, you know, which is, I mean, you can only imagine that. So, um, but um, luckily I, whenever I do have those down moments, I really try to like communicate with them in text and see get some type of energy from them mm -hmm. to make me feel better but it gets to me um in terms of my relationship um an intimate relationship it doesn't really affect me as much because when i'm with them it's like they naturally helps me, help me debrief so mm. and i'm not at a point where it's affecting my relationship in a negative way with my friends um I just get it in where I fit in. Like, you know, who's ever available at whatever time, if I'm free, let's get it in. If I, I really probably push through a lot with my friends because I know that I need that downtime, even if that downtime is me being at a restaurant, not really resting, it's still helping me to um, debrief from work and all that extra shit. So, see, I plan everything with my friends too. Really? I, I probably should everything. start doing that I too. I plan too. I I mean I just have to because I'm not one of those people that like no, I'm actually, just gonna I'm jump up and like go somewhere. Like if I don't know ahead of time, my mind is like <laughs> debriefing and I'm bringing it on down and I'm gonna sit on this couch because I'm tired. I've been moving all day. I'm Versus like you know, oh you want to go somewhere? Nah, I can't do that. Listen, I'm, and it's cold right now. I listen. I'm the opposite. If I know I got to come to your house like seven days from now on a Saturday. Oh, no, and I know, it's not like that. I'm, no, I'm telling you, for <laughs> me, I promise y'all, for me, that this, most of the time that's why I'm late. If you really want me to be on time, ask me like two days before and I'll be like, okay, I, I got you. But like two weeks and I know I got to like spend time with you, I'm like, man, I got to cancel because I just don't feel like it. <laughs> But every time y'all ask me where the trap is, oh, I'm like, it'd be impromptu. I'll be like, okay, man, like, yeah, let's go. And if I cannot go, it's because I'm like out of town. Right. But other than that, I'm But game. how often do we actually do that? 
Not, not often, but my other friends do. Like Kobe, he'd be like, "Man, nigga, let's go to." Uh, but that's what I'm saying. He let's does. go to Hula Hands at like eight o'clock at night. I'd be like, "All right, let's go." He does. Kobe is very um like La- spontaneous. Yeah, spontaneous. He yeah, is, and I'd be having to hit him with the. Uh, I'm gonna hit you next time. <laughs> I'm gonna hit you next nah. time, and, and I don't. That's want probably you. because I hate time and I hate having to be places. So, if that makes, I sense. have to schedule stuff out. I have to schedule stuff out, and and I've started using my phone calendar, and it gives me notifications when I know I'm about to do something. If I don't want to do it no more, then I'll just let them know, like, hey, I don't want to do this no more. But um, generally, everything's scheduled. From now, if I'm out of town, I don't schedule stuff on vacation. Right. So if I'm on vacation, like I try not to schedule stuff, but usually, if I'm home, yeah, I'm scheduling. I mean, even Ben and I schedule out dates. Like, hey, you want to go to this on Friday night? It'd be Tuesday. That may just be a trait that we have then that we like because I don't like I said when when this person hit me up and was like you know whatever about going out it's like dude you I don't think that's respectful to me it's not respectful I'm not saying in the friends aspect but like in relationship and like dating nah dude like you should have planned with me you know what I'm saying and like so I know now this guy has already planned the date four days in advance but. Spontaneity is the spice of life. So yeah, once we not... get to that point, but okay. I don't really feel like you know me that well to just be like, stop what you're doing. Oh no, that's true. And come hang out that's with me. True. Nah. That's true. That's true. What? Nothing. I was just gonna. I was just gonna add that. Like the reason why I also don't plan is because like some days, like depending on how I feel, I just may not even be in the mood. It'll be more of a letdown. To plan when I have and then to cancel. say that, hey, I'm not going to be able to make it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, y'all, like, when that Friday hits, and I'll be like, you know what? This was a great idea five days ago, but I really just want to watch Netflix and chill. Mm. Literally. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So right. I don't want to let myself down, so I just don't do it. I'll be like, okay, holla at me. Just let me know. That's my favorite reply. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know. Keep me posted. Always, That's my other one. I keep love me posted. keep me posted. And I'll say, I'll keep you posted because I'm about to post up. Yeah, I think I do hit people with the, okay, cool, let me know. That does not mean that I'm coming. No, it doesn't. It just means it just let, means me, let know. me know so then I can decide. And right. because I do that, when people hit me with that, I never reply back. Bitch, fuck you, nigga. <laughs> if you trying to... <laughs> Oh, so you, you can do you, it to other folks. Right. They can't do it to You hang with Justin Bobby. Like, come on, bro. You can't cancel on me. Or oh, do what you want with me. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Tips for remaining focused when you're busy. Michelle, you're the most organized of all of us. Right. Please let us know. Oh, my gosh. So prioritize is the first thing. Like, I think that's major. Yeah, Justin, I'm sure you do this. Like, whatever, Justin. The first thing. <laughs> I'm sure you do this with your day. Like, whatever is most important, you need to do that first. Um, I'll say one. I, go ahead. In 2017, I really, in, well, leading into 2018, like using your electronic calendar is very, vital. very, very vital. It is. Like it really alerts me, and I'd be like, "Damn, I got to be somewhere in two hours." It's a letdown, but it it helps me hold myself accountable. If right. that makes sense, yeah. Um, I think that you need to learn what your flow of work is. Like, don't be out here trying to be Susan in the office when you don't really work like Susan. Like, you need breaks. And Susan can probably drink two cups of coffee and go all day. 
That's you not know, you. Some people can do that. They, yeah. they can do that. I can. I Absolutely. Can't do that. That's not me either. I, I had that. to learn that like I need breaks. Yeah, nigga. And <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a I'm going to break, but Exactly. So I mean, but it's important for you as a person yeah. to learn what your flow yeah. of work is cuz you can't work like everybody else does. You won't be productive one, but then you probably um will make mistakes because you're not doing what's best for you. Um I have two planners. I have my passion planner which my business mentor who does my lashes, she is a lash uh, esthetician. She told me that I needed to be um more purposeful in what I was actually planning out and not just putting things on a calendar. So like understanding why X, Y, and Z is on my calendar. And so this is like more for your personal goals. Um, my passion planner, you can get them online at passionplanner.com. But it fully goes into like breaking down what your passion is in life and why you're doing and accomplishing all these goals. So I think it's important, even if you don't have the passion planner, which is dope. So go get it because mine is rose gold. And uh, I thought that was so cool. That it was rose gold. And I have my name in it and all that. But even if you don't have the passion planner, like make sure that you just really write down why you're doing what you're doing. Like don't just do a job just because. Don't just have goals just because. Mm -hmm. They right. need to be purposeful and they need to be within your passion. And I'm really very, very serious about my passion. So yeah. um, I would also like to add, like, it's okay to, like, discontinue projects. Like, I know that with millennials, we're working on nine to fives, our entrepreneurial um, goals, our social life. It's okay to, like, discontinue projects. Like, don't go on trips. Like, let let your friends know. Like Michelle said, like, I told everyone that. Don't ask me to, don't invite me to anything because I'm not coming. I don't, I don't want to do that. And I think it's okay for you to do that. And I think doing that will help you realize how, you know, it's important for you to be in an individual's lives, but you being present for everything or supporting them for everything is not really necessary. Mm -hmm. um, and then also, um, you know, starting and stopping projects is okay because, um, it allows you the it'll it will allow you the time to um, whenever you get back to it you'll be working at full capacity and the execution will be like faster and you know mm -hmm. shorter or you'll be able to like think clearly and not really run off fumes so really knowing your workload is I I, I would say paramount to your success in terms of like just really um, I guess taking that 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 schedule. Taking charge of your schedule. Right. Sorry, my mind just really went blank. I think you said that. something that was important, though, um, about learning basically when to say no. Yeah. Um, and it's it's about doing it appropriately. Like, mm -hmm. explaining to people, this is not the time for me to do X, Y, and Z. You're not saying that I don't want to be involved or that, you know, hey, no, I really don't want to be there. Or whatever, you're just letting them know that, hey, I'd like to be there, but right now it isn't the time for me. Because it's important, one, that you do what's best for you, but also that you let people know what's really going on. Because otherwise, they're just going to think you're a flake. Mm -hmm. And nobody likes a flake. Nobody. I was flaking on my best friend David when he first got here, and he was so mad at me. 
And I just had to let him know, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> but now's not the time for me to be going out every night of the week. I can't go out on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Plus, you want me to do day parties on Sunday. I can't do that. It's not the time for me to party like that. No. I'm 30. I'm not 23. I don't see how people do it. They be like, doing these it. These folks be doing it. They be and doing I just it. be looking at them real crazy like, how, Sway? What? How? Party on Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, then Monday. <laughs> take a day off on Tuesday, then start all the all way over again. again. I You're be talking tired. about partying? I be tired Well, that's because they work them. jobs where they don't necessarily have to think. They just have to be there. Mm. I can't do it. I have to think. <laughs> I I fully have to think. I mean, on that's my something job. to consider. Like, either they not working, or are they really just working thirty hours? You know, some niggas work thirty hours, right? This you true. know, some niggas work thirty hours a week <laughs> and feeling good, <laughs> drinking true. that henny every day, nigga. Every day. That's true. Cannot that's the do life it. I'm trying to like Mm-mm. get to get to. So, but like you said before, because my money is making more money while I'm asleep. So that's right, why exactly. I can do that every yes. night. Let but me, I'm not me, there yet. Refer- yeah. I don't want to be there just to be there because I'm okay with working. Like, I'm in good health. You know, my spirits is up physically, all that good shit. Right. I can do it right now. Yeah. But these niggas only be working 30 hours a week. <laughs> Part-time hours, my nigga. Of course you got time to go out 10 times out of the week. <laughs> 10 times. <laughs> and drink every night. I cannot every do it. <laughs> Don't let me night. drink. That hangover day is a killer. Don't a let disaster. me drink. Ciao. All right. Well, hopefully you have gotten some tips that will help you to be more productive in 2018 and beyond. And also, stop being fake busy out here in these streets. Like, bruh, just because you got to go to the club on Tuesday don't mean you busy. Don't. That's not. That no. is not busy. Okay? <laughs> it's not busy. I'm sure people be thinking we fake busy, but trust no, me. No, I'm legit busy. busy. No, trust me. But anyway, um, if you have any tips on scheduling on being more productive on using a planner on types of planners on anything having to do with helping millennials with their busyness, their legitimate busyness, please email us at uh, info at millennial love. Also hit us up on all social media platforms. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat at millennial love. That's two L's, two N's, L O V three. We would love to hear from you. Justin with and the millennial speaking of movies. busy, we are looking for interns, guys. Yeah, we, we tried to post it on social media. Correct. But ain't nobody was really fucking with us. So we know y'all niggas listen to the show. If any of y'all would love to intern for Millennial Love, we're such a great group. Very professional. I mean, we we really respond to emails. Yeah, we you know, we, the love, we have Jesus within us, you know. Amen. The support, renewed spirit. Renewed I mean, spirits. We're go-getters. <laughs> and we just need a little help. We just need a little help. What do you want from me? What more do you want from me? Hey, listen. So on some real nigga That's shit. That's not funny, but no, it's so No, on some real nigga shit, we funny. just need someone to um, give us a little assistance. Like, whatever you can do, whatever you can Whatever amount of time you can give us, trust me, it would be greatly appreciated. Thank you guys for listening. Oh, we still have the millennial moment. Is that on me too? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry.
Well, this one isn't as funny as last week, but because <laughs> Justin went in, in last well, time. Well, I think I went in too, so but I was serious. I tried so to help you, bringing, Darnetta. No, we're not, we're not gonna bring it back up. Bringing no, we're not up? bringing Darnetta back up. We're not bringing it back up. I mean, I still because, like her. Um, we have changed the names again <laughs> <laughs> to protect the innocent. <laughs> Correct. Um, and I'm not going to read through the whole letter, but basically we have Regine, <laughs> <laughs> who has, and Justin came up with the names BT-Dub, and they're <laughs> funny. Um, Regine has been dating and is now in a relationship with Otis. <laughs> <laughs> Otis. But Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. <laughs> they coming to see me. Okay, um, she's been dating Otis, and they're now in relationships. It's been five months. Um, he just recently informed Regine that his friend Francesca, who he talks to like twice a week, is somebody that he used to mess around with. Ah. Mm. Uh, Francesca is also closely related to friends in the same circle as Regine. Okay. So they know some of the same people, but they're not friends per se. Um, they've met. They've been to several different events with each other. And Regine wants to know how should she feel now that she has this information about Francesca and should she ask old Otis any more questions old about Otis. <laughs> So Otis didn't tell Regine, right? Otis just told Regine. Oh, okay. It's, but they've been together for five months. Now, they've known Francesca, and he knows that she knows Francesca this whole time. He just told her. And this is somebody that he talks to like twice a week. He talks. Oh, well, see, he talks to, Fran he he talks talks to, to Francesca? Francesca twice a week. I said that. Oh, who said oh. that? I said Look. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, my recommendation for Regine is to leave Otis alone. Really, dude? It took him five months to let her know that he was messing around with Francesca. A long no. time ago, though. It's I in know, the past. But not That's only a long that, time ago. Not only that. Well, we don't have that information. Okay. Not only that, he still converse with Francesca. Yeah, the conversing has to be dead. The conversing has so to be dead. So my question would be is like, Can you why, do that? Why, why, why didn't you tell me? And then why are you still talking to her? Which will let me know that there's a want and desire to keep that connection going. I'm not feeling it. You're not feeling what 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 I just said? No, no, no. I'm oh. not feeling the situation. Justin was Because I was about to say. Justin, you're not feeling what I just said? No, I'm saying I'm not feeling the scenario. You let me feel how I feel. Because I'm an African-American now. Concerned about my self-care. Oh, my gosh. We talk about you next week. Next right. week. But no, I think... Um, I, I'm not feeling the situation. I think that y'all been together long enough. See, this is my problem. When we go out somewhere, I don't want to be surprised by somebody that you done messed with before. I need to know in advance. It's about respect. Can you accept that your dude probably got around a little more 
than what yeah, you expect. I can accept I can and accept that, that if you every time we go somewhere, there I just may see somebody that That's I smash. Fine, because the D obviously is the bomb.com. But then in return, it can be like, okay, man, I just like everywhere. I, I just don't want to like always have to tell you, oh, look, I, you know, I, I hooked up with the bartender and we, there's no interaction. It's not going to. Not taking it there, but it's something to consider. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that as long as I know. Because I'm fly too. So I ain't like, it's not no insecurities, bitch. It's just going to be this off the strength <laughs> of. See, I don't even look at it as insecure. I look at it as respect. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I'm saying it is respect. So I'm saying there's no, yeah. there's not going to be an insecurity if I see somebody that you done smashed. The the disrespect comes in is is when she's kicking and ha ha in your face. And I don't know. The thing about it is she is friends with her her friends, right? So that's the thing for me. I don't necessarily, if we go to dinner and a girl you used to smash is at the next table i don't need to know that i don't really care oh you don't care about that no i don't care about that, I don't think that. what i care about is if this girl is in my presence like this is somebody that because they're what this is saying is that they run in the same circles Circle. basically and so she knows that i'm dating him she knows that we're together but she knows that she used to smash him, and I don't know. That is something I need to know. If it's going to be somebody I'm going to be around, I should have known that a long time ago because you knew that this girl was running in my circle a long time ago. You knew this girl was running in my circle when we first got together. So five months in, it's still like a negotiable time for you to mm, like. Nah, five, bro. For me, five months in is still like You need a, to tell me after week two. If you know that we're friends, like G she said today, run in the same friend circle. So basically what you're saying is that some of my friends are her friends. We're just not friends. I get that. Trust me, I'm there with you. However, I'm just trying to I'm just I'm just trying I'm just trying to put like my my foot in his shoes. Like mm -hmm. why wouldn't he tell her? One, I think it was probably because you know, he probably may still have feelings for her. Mm, the talk to twice a week is dead. Yeah. That's out. And I think at this That's point. Out. What y'all need to talk about? At this you point. You talk to me. At this point, because they're talking two times a week, <laughs> the ball will never be in Francesca. I mean, in uh, Regine's court. It will never be in her court. Right? Because even if the girl, even if it's just a, a strict platonic relationship, it's still going to affect her mentally. And even if. Francesca wants to get back at Regine, she's going to continue to talk to her bar friend purposely. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Dick. Just to be uh, like, whatever. So that's why I say the ball would never be in her court, uh, in Regine's court. Now, I'm also considering that like guys look at sex completely different, right? A chick give a nigga head, like it's literally just that. But because they're talking and there's a like working relationship, that's where the problem lies. Yeah. Where I feel that, you know what? Something is there. You like this bitch a little. I mean, you like this girl <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> you like this girl a little bit too much. You know what I'm saying? And because I wouldn't say break up with him, but I would I would really consider that. Like, why is he like would it like why is he still talking to her? Well, does she have the right to say, stop talking to her? I think she has the right because she makes the decision in being the being in the relationship with him. So if she wants to continue to be in a relationship with 
with him, I think that's probably the first thing that you should do just to see how he responds to that. Now, after he responds in a certain way, you have to need to ask yourself, can, am I willing to be in this relationship with him? Because I don't think that you're going to always be worrying about that. Like you're not, you're already, pro- she already probably don't like Francesca anymore. Like that's a done deal. That's like, probably done. Yeah. You're so right. Francesca, Francesca has to leave in order for it to be, he has to stop communicating with her in order for a regime to feel confident and you know, whatever. I don't think that the trust is broken, but she just needs to figure out like how this nigga feel about Francesca. It's broken related to Francesca for sure. Like he, she's not Regine. Wait. Yeah, Regine is the main chick. Francesca. Yeah, the Regine chick. is dead on Francesca as she <laughs> yeah. should be. I'm I, not, I think you don't need told, to talk had, to her. Had, had he told her in the mm-hmm. beginning, mm-hmm. you just said you wanted to know in the beginning. I said that. I don't care. No, I do no, want to know in the no, beginning. She said, oh, she that too. I do want to know in the beginning. Tell me like I'm I'm fine. I do want to know in the beginning. I still don't want you to talk to her. That's too much. <laughs> no. It's not. <laughs> it is about respect. I'm not talking to none of my old niggas. If that's where we going, we can go there. We can go there. I can, <laughs> I can pull up my old niggas now. I want to know, and that's, I want you to cut her you know, off. Control is only an illusion. That's you trying to control a situation when you have no control over. And that's fine. So that's and when I find out, and when I find out that Regine, and when I find out that Otis is talking to freaking Francesca, if only y'all could see Cardi's hands right now, (laughs) (laughs) because that is how it is. No, nigga, you need to cut all them hoes off. What do you need to talk to them about? You have an issue. You're sad. Talk. To me, or go see a therapist, or go see a therapist, <laughs> or both with a low copay. Correct, yeah. correct. <laughs> you better pay your thirty dollars and I, go talk to Doctor Matthew. I pay twelve sixty. I wish mine is thirty every time. No, nah, I, I mean, uh, yeah, it's done. Your friends are involved, like you friend, your friends, your know friends shit. know. Your nigga is like I. Even if you didn't want to talk, she to that probably girl. been talking to your friends about the fact that. She used to smash this man. Dead. And if she didn't, she's even really more sneaky because now she's purposely trying to hide it. Exactly. So, yeah, you just need to chill on Dead. it. That's, I mean, oh, that's sad. My thing would be to tell him to stop. Like, I would just be like, okay, well, that communication is done. Yeah, I would, I would definitely see what his reaction would be. If he tried to fight for the relationship, then there, there, there it goes. Oh, yeah. I know. Listen. But I, I do know that guys will be like, man, she just gave me hair, man. I don't care about that. But nah. you talking to her twice a week, my nigga? Dead. What y'all talking about? And it's probably her, though. It's, it's probably are Francesca. Y'all it's probably Francesca. <laughs> Francesca's like. What are y'all talking about? <laughs> Francesca, it's probably I don't Francesca. need her giving you no relationship advice. That's what I don't like. Yo, yo, oh. girlfriends giving you a relationship advice about Bro. me because they be oh. plotting. You know who you gotta plotting. watch out? You know who you gotta watch out for? The chick that's just like the homie with all the niggas. Correct. You know what I'm saying? They probably ain't talking about Why nothing. Why she got but on so some, many homeboys? Yeah, like she probably ain't nothing but like, man, what's up, nigga? Like, what's up? Do you you like just on some on some homie type shit? She don't hang with no be females. Secretly plotting. Hey, let me tell you something. I don't play that. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. Ain't no we finna be texting all day. I don't give a darn if y'all asking each other what soda y'all drank today. You don't need to have access to my man 
and after certain hours and before certain hours. He don't need to be on your mind that early in the morning. 6 a.m., you need to sit your darn butt down. And you yeah, don't need you to see, be texting him all day. And don't text him good morning. I know we kind of talked about that on some previous episodes like a long time ago, like for real, for real. And I kind of like men minds will go there. If you give them enough time, their minds will go there. And I'm dead on it. I know. And it's unfortunate. I am so, because females, I'm a female and I know I'm conniving and I know them hoes be conniving. Yeah. They don't even have to do much, honestly. Just be no. a little consistent. All you got to do is be consistent for a few weeks. Then you hit them with that, oh, y'all having a hard time? Oh, man, you can come chill with me. Or I'm making tacos. No. How, um, how TT did it, I'm making tacos. You want to just come over? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Blame It On Quay. I'm making tacos. You want to just come over? <laughs> Blame It On Quay is so stupid. He's Rihanna hilarious. called him K-Way. Hey, K-Way. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, uh, that was I a mean, Sorry. I mean, yeah. I, I feel sorry for Francesca. I don't. Because she's losing a friend? I meant, no, I meant Regine. Regine? Nah, she's about to lose her boyfriend, too. <laughs> she's probably about to lose her boyfriend. Nah, I, I hope so. not. I don't think so. I don't think so. Hey, Hey, Francesca. okay. Make sure you check that phone. Make sure you check <laughs> the Snapchat. Go through all of the Facebook Make messages. Sure you, That's not, where I don't the even think they're on is. Facebook. They're on DMs. Make sure you check. Make make sure you check in Snapchat DM. Make sure you check that search box on Instagram because if she comes up, what if she number one on the list? If she comes up, then this nigga is searching for her. Otis, you better go erase your search box. (laughs) Ain't nobody searching for you, Otis. (laughs) Listen, that name, that name is so dead. It's so dead. Man. I can give Regine life and Francesca, but I don't not even Reg- know how to Otis. spell Regine. <laughs> like, is it, is it Regina with an E on the end? Like, how you? Yeah. Oh, is it? Okay. Regine. Regine. Black people in names. Child. I absolutely love it. That right. name just automatically reminds me of living single. Of yeah. Course. I'm going to go home and watch that. And all those multiple wigs. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm going to give the number to the National Suicide Hotline. Um, we know it's the holidays. Again, we've mentioned the fact that um, people go through different mental issues during this time. And if you feel like you need to reach out to someone, you are not alone. There's always someone you can call confidential and free. 